Hello and welcome to episode 517 of the Lee Cast Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Key Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, indeed. On this episode, uh, we will be talking about two new patrons, a little bit of Lee Cast news, uh, some new news, uh, including. I mean, there's a ton. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything. There's a ton. <laughs> uh, we've got one starry, um, and then we'll close it out with a roundtable and a mail fight. It's a packed show. We basically have the most news we've had in a very long time. Uh, yeah, right, so we'll right. the thing where they give us nothing for two months. Yeah, and then they say, "Here's everything that we could have given you piece by piece." <laughs> so, so we'll be doing yeah. the arcane discussion another time. But it's there. We uh, we have it on the on the dock. So, um, awesome. Do we want to talk about our week? Sadie, how was yours? My week was good. <laughs> um, I've played a little bit of ranked. I think I've played 15 games total. Um, so we every year we do a race to diamond. <laughs> um, and it was very clear uh, two games in that I was going to mm-hmm. win that because on game three I hit diamond. Um, so then Nick and I fucking went to the drawing board. We went, fuck, how do we fix yeah, we this issue? <laughs> um, and like the reality is, is just that we've all gotten better at the game. So like racing to diamond isn't that hard because mm-hmm. that's where we all get reset to ish yeah especially when you can reach diamond in uh, like two wins yeah know? it was different when we were all like barely diamond players or yeah. when we were like all plat players right but yeah. now we're all like mid diamond players and i think that changes the scope of it so nick and i went to the drawing board uh and we came up with the rules for our new <laughs> race to diamond type game and it was race to d2 um highest rank after 50 games and highest uh rank after one month um and i mean i am currently d186 <laughs> so the, the first one games. is over <laughs> well um, technically technically it's still there because you did not hit d2 yeah i, I skipped d2 <laughs> yeah, you never you haven't been t2 yet this season uh that one's I over have, like i just have an 80 percent win rate d1 almost master mm. tier i don't want to hit master tier because you have to play every day in master tier and i don't fucking want that um we we haven't fully discussed if i actually have to play 50 games because the reality is I think we can all safely say that I'm probably going to hover in D1 if I got here so quick, if not going to master tier, but I just don't want to play 50 games, guys. <laughs> like, I'm happy to play 50, but, like, I guess I guess 50 games could just be, like, any time, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, it could be eight months from now. Okay, you know, yeah, so we'll, you, just, we'll keep note when we all hit 50. I think that's, like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Okay, cool. Um, And then one month, I, I hate to say it, guys, yeah. I don't know if you're going to hit D1 86 <laughs> in a month. <laughs> well, I, no, I know not. in 50 games... I think the only way I could beat you in 50 games is if you, like, lost the next 20 games. So maybe yeah, I, maybe we should change that one to, like, most total LP gained after 50 games. So that way, like, Colton and I still have a chance, you know? Yeah, but yeah. That's, that's also could be kind of fucky if it's, like, if I ended, like, this time, or even if I did, like, really bad in placements... Right, like, it's like, okay, cool. I started in gold, so I I gained like nine hundred LP, whereas Aiden starts like mid high plat. Like, he can't gain that much LP unless he's four hundred points well, grandmaster. I mean, remember it was, it, it, you know, it's only fifty games. So mm-hmm. how many game, how many, you know, tiers are you going to be able to climb without passing the fifty games? True. Yeah. 
I, I don't I know. Just, just need to, I think we just need to give up on the the fact of it being a competition and realize that Aiden is way better at rank than us. Uh, I mean, I think that, I'm playing really that well. is true. I think but I'm good. <laughs> that is true, like, but I'd also like to you know still have it. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I think yeah, we'll just like, pay attention fun, yeah. to at 50 games and see where we all are, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll it's, see where we all are in a month. So yeah, it's not like there's an actual like any consequences. Yeah. I, I do so, think it's funny. Is us, that we have to play League of Legends. Yeah, I think it's funny as they're they're being the fourth uh, objective, which is still the race to diamond, just as like an honorary thing. And it's literally <laughs> whoever is online day one <laughs> earliest. Yeah, that, so that one was always the the one we've done it for a couple of years now. But by the time like uh, like I'd have to take the day off and also wake up at four a.m. Yeah, to, to hope that I do well enough in my placements before Aiden gets up and wins two games. Yeah, it's been so, rough. It's, it's been like this since like season nine, I would say. Like literally day yeah. one, you can hit diamond if you play well. Um, yeah, so, yeah that, that was one of the big changes is, you know, you previously you, you weren't able to pl- get placed in diamond. So you'd still have to climb from plat one. Yeah. Um, e- either way, I've won my last 10 ranked games, so I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, 80% win rate in diamond one, 86 points. So... I can't. I don't. I don't think anyone can say that I'm not playing well. I'm pretty happy with how I'm playing. I've even won yeah. three Shen games. Like uh, I haven't only played Tom Kench, which is cool. Tom Kench is actually the only character I have losses on. <laughs> so uh, I'm feeling good. I, I feel really good about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking right now. I don't think. I, I think if I won, because I'm at 23 games. I think if I won the next 27 games, I still wouldn't be above you. Mm-hmm. That's rough. <laughs> uh, either way, I- I'm really happy about ranked. Uh, I'm probably going to stream some Smurf games uh, sometime this week. Just get my Smurfs placed before they gut Tom Kench next week. Um, so I'll probably be streaming uh, Thursday, Friday, and I also we'll talk about it in the league cast section. But I'm running a little one v one tournament on Sunday. So foggy. Uh, you should play duo games with me because the only people that ever want to duo are ones that I can't play any of my characters with. Yeah. AKA whenever <laughs> Trevor wants to duo, it's like. Oh yeah, it'll be so fun. You should play Zillion, and he's like, "I can only play mid." Yeah, so I'm like, support? "What?" You could no, play Zillion support. Zillion's I think Zillion support is pretty sick. It's yeah, it's, it's fucking it's OP. <laughs> it's not as OP as mid Zillion. I don't think. Oh, so. a quick little OP thing that I uh, I think is super Wrong. slept on right now is I, I watched this happen in a D1 game because Trevor was autofilled and he had a Jin main on his team, and Jin main said, "Oh, I noticed you don't play support. Just pick Zareth." And Trevor's like, "I don't play Zareth. Uh, this is a fucking four skill shot character. Why am I playing this?" It, it's literally impossible to lose that with that lane. Just yeah, I mean, that lane has always uh-huh. been been really difficult because, at, I mean, at mm-hmm. level six, like, you have to play a fucking bullet hell game. It, so. It's crazy. <laughs> you just hit W, which is way too long of a range on Zareth, and then Jin just hits his W, and then they yeah. die. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah Zareth Jin is insane. Uh, anyways, that's my week. What about you, Colton? Um, yeah, so my week, it's been... Uh, a lot of progress on renovations. Rachel has been going ham. Um, we are getting the office together, so we're uh, on the back end of painting. Um, so we just gotta, after that, put down the the floors, and uh, then I need to build a, a desk setup um, for the both of us, and then it's then it's there. Nice. Uh, so hopefully within, or I'll, I'll say. The, the goal is by February to uh, be fully in the office and no longer have this background, but, uh, you know, an actual more established <laughs> office space yeah. that I can do things in. Uh, but that's about my whole week. Not, not a ton's been going on, so I'll hand it over to Nick. 
Nice. Uh, I haven't had the best ranked game so far, but I also think I've been playing pretty shit. So I'm not going to complain too much about that. Um, I let's see. My girlfriend and I finished um, The Witcher season two, which is pretty pretty cool. That show's very good. Uh, would recommend if you guys are interested in that at all. Um, I also finished Doom Eternal, which is a pretty pog game. Uh, I remember talking about it. I, I think Doom 2016 last year. Um, which has been pretty cool. Uh, second one, also pretty good. It's a, a good good series. It's fun. It's pretty mindless. You don't have to you know think about it too much, which is nice. But um, I think that's it for for my week. Not nothing else really going oh, Nick, on. Nick, you kind of reminded me. Um, I started playing Ruined King because of you. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. So, <laughs> how far in are you? <laughs> Uh, I've just gotten to the point where you start playing as uh, Ari and uh, Yasuo together. Oh, you're pretty far in. Oh, I think you're it's like a couple hours. I mean, I, no, no, like Yasuo just Yasuo just saved them, so like I haven't played as them yet. Oh, I see, I see. Like extras, so it's like two hours or something like that. I see. Uh, it it shocked me how like quickly the story progression fills. Yeah, it's um, cool. You're probably like twenty percent like done with the story. It says, mm-hmm. but um, the side missions are pretty fun. I would definitely recommend it. So do you remember when you first become a Lowey and you have to go into the bar? Yeah. Yeah, that's the part I was stuck on because the guy didn't spawn in the bar. Oh. So oh. I was just running around fighting things that I wasn't supposed to get to yet and just dying instantly. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. The combat is like really, really fun. Uh, I enjoy yeah, that I love lot. the mechanic of like the power speed or um, back. Yeah, the, the lanes. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, um, yeah, like I said, I think last week or the week before you, you balance like initiative versus the strength of your move, which is, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Um, awesome. Let's jump into, uh, the show. We've got two new patrons, shout out to Reckless Viper and Ryan for their support on Patreon. We appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, into league cast news, Aiden, you want to, you want to shill for your tournament again? <laughs> I sure do. Uh, yeah. So I'm hosting <laughs> a league of legends, a one V one tournament. It's is on sunday at 10 a.m est so it's kind of early but uh it'll be fun it was a sub goal from my stream um you can sign up it's all on our discord it's pretty hard to miss on our discord we have an event set up we have a pay like a thread on it um you can also just ask me on my stream if i'm streaming um it'll be on sunday and please play it's a howling abyss 1v1 tournament it's to the nexus so it's not the gimmicky like first blood type thing mm-hmm. uh, but it will be a lot of fun um and there's only 32 spots allowed and i think we have like 15 of them filled up or so so uh, make sure to sign up soon yeah I, I signed up, but I'll I'll step out if the, if the viewer wants to get in. You're the best. But yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. Um, into the new news, I suppose. The fatty new news. Yeah, there's a lot here, so we'll we'll go through it pretty quickly unless there's something we really want to talk about. Um, first up, 2022 season cinematic, pretty sick. Uh, I thought it was so hype. The cinematic so department, their cinematic department, their music department, always top notch. Very good. Definitely watch it. Uh, it's call, it's the call, right? Yeah. Yeah. Super sick. Very cool. Uh, we we got to see a lot of characters who don't normally get love. Uh, it was really cool to see, um, you know, really niche characters like Kaisa in there. Um, yeah. It was also just like I thought that's a meme. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. Okay. We saw like Zareth and Talia in there, which is uh, super cool. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of focus on like a Freljord combat. Which just looked so good, man. Yeah, Sejuani, Olaf was in there. Sejuani and Olaf and Orin cool. and Volibear, like, mm-hmm. just barreling through the snow. Ugh. To be fair, Orin was just kind of doing his own thing. 
yeah. I don't really know why he was there. <laughs> so I've I've started watching ne- uh, Necrit's videos, the lore guy that everyone yeah. likes. Yeah. I understand why people watch his shit. He's like actually fucking a genius. Um, mm-hmm. I watched his breakdown of this, and his understanding is that there's supposed to be a void em- a void event this year, like a big void lore event, and this mm-hmm. is like the cinematic starting it. So we're gonna see a huge fucking void narrative uh huh. and these are going to be the characters involved and his his idea is that Orin is going to be creating weapons uh for like oh. aspects to fight and stuff that would be very cool hmm. um awesome so we have uh, a new character who has been uh been not teased but i guess re- like yeah, I guess teased. I, I guess teased. We have our abilities. We'll talk about them really quick. Um, I don't think there's too much to to know as of yet because she just went on to the PBE recently. She um, is but, interesting. <laughs> yeah, we've got Zeri, uh, who is supposed to be a kinetic marksman. Uh, passive, living battery. She gains movement speed whenever she receives a shield. When she damages an enemy shield, she absorbs its energy, shielding herself. Ooh, a bit of an anti-shield shielder. I love it. Um, I think it's so fucking cool. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's a cool mechanic. We'll see how it works for the game, I think. Yeah. Um, her Q is burst fire. Uh, so this is sort of like her actual auto attack. Passively, mm-hmm. her basic attack deals magic damage, scales, scales with the AP, and is treated as an ability. So that's her right click. Moving and casting, uh, her Q stores up energy in her spark pack. When fully charged, her ne- next basic attack will slow and deal bonus damage. When she activates it, so this is her Q, uh, it's going to be functioning as her auto attack. Uh, it shoots a burst of seven rounds that deal physical damage to the first enemy hit. It scales with AD and is treated like an attack with the first round applying on hit effects. Its cooldown matches Zeri's basic attack timer. So the easiest way to break this down for those who that does a lot of words is like the reality is that her actual auto attack when you right click someone that counts as a spell cast so mm-hmm. it, a proc spell stuff um and it zaps shields and then her actual auto attack is her q so her actual auto attack is going to be her q so you q click you're going to be q clicking a, a bunch it's a, yeah, it's, so a it's a skill shot yeah yeah you're queuing you're shooting a couple bolts of lightning when you move around you can charge it up even more mm-hmm. Her W um, and that's her sorry. primary damage. Yeah. yeah, her W is Ultra Shock Laser. She fires an electric pulse that slows and damages <laughs> the first enemy hit. If the pulse hits a wall, it fires a long-range laser from the point of impact. That's interesting. I, I don't know if I've seen that in the video quite yet. Um, oh, okay. So she, like, fires it through a wall if, if it's pointed oh, at a wall. Gotcha. That's really yeah. cool. Sort of like a Zoe bubble, but it goes through. Um, her E is Spark Surge. She dashes a short distance and energizes her next three casts of Q, uh, Burst Fire, causing them to pierce mm-hmm. through enemies. She will vault over or grind along any terrain she dashes into, depending on the angle. Hitting a champion with an attack or ability reduces this uh, ability's cooldown. So the best comparison is it's Talon's E that functions like a Bard W. No, like yeah. a Bard E, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a... it's cast as a long tunnel thing uh but you go over terrain and and, and walls and things like that uh with it so it, it looks very powerful if you're able to figure out and you out. can zoom real far in the bot lane if you go down into the little uh yeah you could do the fucking barred portal like all the way across from like a mm-hmm. bottom alcove to like behind your turret I did. Re- so there was a post on Reddit claiming like, oh, this is OP. This is like disgustingly. This, this character is going to be nasty. And then it took the person like 15 seconds to set it up. Like, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a strong ability if you can use it properly. Like like when you're flicking it. But it, it took you in a like 
I, I, I don't know, practice environment so long to set it up? What makes you think you'll be able to re- reliably do it uh, in a game with a jungler right on top of you? You know, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it's actually broken at all. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, it's going to be very frustrating when it happens, but the reality is like, if they can get all the way to the alcove and set up the angle, it's like, okay, well, that's like a viable way to escape. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, <laughs> there, yep. there are plenty of other characters where it's like, you don't consider a lot of them like super mobile, easy escape characters, but it's like, yeah, if you can like get a good angle E and Q away as Vayne, it's like, yeah, that's, I mean, you're going to get, yeah. you're going to get away yeah, from exactly. the gank, but, um, that being said, her ultimate is Lightning Crash. She discharges a Nova of electricity damaging nearby enemies and overcharges herself for a moderate moderate duration. While she is overcharged, she gains increased damage, attack speed, and move speed. Attacking enemy champions refreshes the duration and adds another stack of move speed. While she is overcharged, her Q's uh, damage concentrates into faster triple shot that chains lightning between enemies. Wow. So <laughs> my favorite thing about this is uh, seeing R slash Silas mains go, oh, it has a 0.8 uh, AP ratio. And <laughs> yeah, I saw that in memes too. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, I mean, it, it looks very powerful. Yeah. If, if you're able to, uh, to get it off on multiple air- characters and then so- just continue hitting them. I think your mic went on again, Aiden. At least on. Oh, I know. Don't worry. It's it's oh. being silly. I'm just gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll deal with it. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's Zeri. I think. I'm wondering with her auto attack being a spell effect, if we're going to see spell blade builds, or if it's going to be a traditional AD carry build. I think that that to me is the biggest question. Is like, what is her build gonna be? You mean, and do you mean Lichbane or any spellblade item? Any spellblade item. Okay. Um, Which I mean, like, it would have to be probably like Trinity Force. I mean, unless Trinity, she's building AP. Trinity Force applies on. Oh, you mean like on her Q? Well, because no, it, her. Well, I guess. What do you? What I do guess you mean? Both. I'm. I'm just trying to again. Like, just like, I. I, I, I don't know her point. ratios, but I'm just trying to figure out how exactly people are going to build her because her q applies on hit and can crit right yes okay and so then like you wouldn't really yeah i guess you wouldn't really need to go any sheen item and you wouldn't get a lot of value out unless of it. like unless the q itself will proc it but i'm not yeah 100 you know, sure so Do you know, so her, would her q be multiple on hit or just one application uh, it said the first the first strike or the first bullet mm-hmm. will deal on hit so just the okay. one yeah so i would imagine we'll probably see her be a pretty traditional crit 80 carry probably yeah, I, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't sure if we were gonna get like wonky kaisa builds on her i don't know i mean on one hand like i really do enjoy the you know the flexibility and the variety that those sort of builds offer but at the same time it's it does feel frustrating when like other characters are limited to like caitlin's only ever going to be a crit character like unless mm-hmm. lethality items are a P, I, I guess, but she's, yeah, but she's most, never going to be a mix. Carries have one best build, yeah. and a second build that's okay, and then you've got characters like Kaisa that I think have like one build that's the best, two other builds that are still 
at the same level of like any other AD Carry's best build, and then two more builds that are just a little bit worse. Yeah, you know, and the worst part about that is she, she constantly rotates through one of those, always being the best. So she's always meta. Yeah, she. Yeah, at yeah. the very least, like she is one variable removed from like being impacted by the meta. You know, it 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 comes down to her matchups and her meta or her uh, her numbers um, versus those plus like items. Um, you know, which can be a little frustrating. Uh, but otherwise, very cool. I think the character design is is pretty awesome. Uh, I'm can't wait to get um, Carpal Tunnel playing her, but uh, we'll see how <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I think I might have Carpal Tunnel setting in Nick. My left hand's dead. <laughs> oh no! Too much league. <laughs> um, doesn't it usually go in your mouse hand? That's what I would think. Maybe huh. it's something. Yeah, else. I think it's your mouse hand. Yeah. My, I mean, my I left genuinely hand have no has idea. been my left hand's been tingly, man. Hmm. Maybe oh. I'm having a heart attack for the last three days. That's hand exercises good. are important. People should do them. I I do them. Yeah, I just mean. But in general anyway, for that's that's very awesome. Health concerns aside, so let's go into uh, the next part, the VGU poll. So, as part of their season 2022. A uh, little spoiler teaser preview video. Um, Riot announced that they're going to be doing another uh, visual gameplay update um, and uh, listed five champions for us to be able to vote on. Um, those champions are Shivana, Nocturne, Skarner, Trindomir, and Kog'Maw. Um, so real quick, you vote in the client itself. Um, uh, go ahead and, and do that. You have until midnight on... Uh, midnight Pacific time on the 19th, January 19th. Um, so yeah, do you guys have any... Nick, who'd you vote for? Uh, I have not voted vote yet. Um, oh. I will be voting for Shivana. I think she... Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think of these characters, she is the only one that um, I couldn't... I can see not being meta based on like items or, or I guess their niche being strong. I looked at it a different way, I guess, though, is the main thing. I looked at mm-hmm. it as, like, who has the potential for being the coolest, and I voted Nocturne. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because oh, I... Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I, I don't care about, like, this character needs it the most. I care about, like, what the character could be the coolest. Like, I think Trindomir is someone who very much needs it, but I also don't give a fuck that they're going to turn Trindomir into a, a... At best, he's a cooler auto-attacker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I went at it with in a, in a similar vein to you, Aiden. Of like, which one of these do I see capping the highest and being like the coolest final product? Mm-hmm. To me, I I think that that's Shivana. Though mm-hmm. I, I think Nocturne's a very very close one, and I just actually play Shivana um, because I, I think like as we've talked about on a couple occasions, like there's a lot of fun stuff you could do with Shivana, uh, and, and obviously there's a bunch of stuff you can do with Nocturne, but. Um, man, do I want her to just become a fucking dragon? Like, just yeah. full send in her alt, man. Yeah, it almost seems and, like her current kit would be fine uh, with, like, some Kale-esque, like, okay, when she gets to level 16, she will permanently be in dragon form. Um, but obviously that's problematic with her current, like, play style, which <laughs> I think is trash. So. I, yeah, I do- there's also just a lot of awkward, like, Again, there are like five builds for Shivana. The issue is like all of them are B tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do really want to quickly go through them all um, because I saw a lot of people wanting Trindomir, which most people I think the reason is they don't like his ultimate. Um, that was like the most cited re- re- reason on Reddit mm-hmm. is that people don't like Trindomir ultimate. 
They literally say right here, though, that they want to preserve his soul-pushing identity with crit item scaling. We'll keep this straightforward and simple, along with his iconic ultimate. Yeah. They're not getting rid of his ultimate if you vote him, by the way. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's so weird. But Yeah, uh, I, I could... Maybe they do, like, a rework of it, where it's like, he can't die, but add something else or like mm -hmm. maybe it lasts a lot of a shorter duration and it's like it extends by half a second every time you crit i yeah. think that would be really interesting if like it lasted for like two seconds and extended by a second every time you crit up to a cap of its current length because like yeah. I, again if he's in there fighting sure right the idea that he's like so angry that he can't die Bitch, if you're running away from me under tower and my ignite is burning you down, you don't get that. You don't get that. I'm so angry. I'm still fighting past death. It's like, no, you're running away like a little baby. Yeah. Die. Um, yeah, for Shivana, I think like they, they mainly mentioned the fact that she doesn't feel like a dragon, which turns out, yeah, that's the main yeah. thing they need to work yeah. on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Nocturne is really interesting. I think Nocturne has so much potential with the whole like... I mean, once again, I've been getting into Necrit and like stuff like that. And apparently Nocturne's lore is that he kills people in their dreams um, and people in like, uh, I can't remember where he's like in. I think it might be, I don't think it's Nox. It might be Demacia. I don't remember where it is. Either way, people mm. are scared to go to sleep in that region mm, because like, really Nocturne cool. will kill them. <laughs> and it's like, holy fuck, dude. The idea of like having some sort of mechanic with like him having a sleep and killing people, uh, it would be so fucking cool, I think. But um yeah then I, I do think nocturne has like probably the highest ceiling absolutely <laughs> when um, somebody starts a recall he can alt you you become <laughs> revealed and he can alt you um kogma is such a weird one to me i don't understand why they're trying to rework kogma um the main thing they said is they want to if they if they do rework him they want to keep the protect the puppy autofocus playstyle, which i think is probably the worst part of kogma like the fact that you have to play protect the kogma comps um yeah so I, I I don't know why I'd fully vote for that, but I, I do like Kogma as a character. And then I, lastly, I is, think that literally the only part of his current kit that needs to change is his passive. Like <laughs> his I, I, I think that's it. You know, um, just give him like a stacking. Sorry, sorry, no, I don't keep cutting you off. Just nope. give him like a stacking like armor and MR shred. Yeah, and, and take it off his Q. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's the thing is right. It's like you you no, no you give him both. Nah, scrap the Q. The Q is no, bad too. I mean, the, make, Q, make the Q is passive. The Q is spittle. bad, but like, I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, a very quick fix to current Kogma. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. just put a stacking like debuff for auto attacks. It, it falls off when he auto something else. You know. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. He's spitting um, acid, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Last but not least is Skarner, who I think, yeah, is a fucking nightmare. I, I'd be fine with him getting rework, but I also, I don't think, he's never going to get voted, because not only is he playable, he also doesn't have a play ba a player base, so he's just yeah. not going to get voted at all. But yeah. uh, I think he could use it at some point. The, real, the biggest issue is, why aren't they just making this, like, a order that they're going to rework these characters in? Because they, they realize that they all need a rework. Why aren't they just going, instead of going, hey, we're going to choose one of them and do it, why aren't they just go, hey, this is the order that we're going to do them in? Yeah, I don't know. At the same time, why like why are we limiting it to one every yeah. like year and a half? Like that, I think that's the frustrating part. Is you know you could vote for anyone on this list and feel really passionate about it, and and you know they can come up with super super cool ideas. But by the time they would finish all of these characters, you know, it would be in season twenty twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that that's that's where I see one of the biggest issues of this. Like assuming a roughly even distribution of votes. Mm -hmm. 
and that people care strongly. Like, I, I don't think they will. So we'll, we'll cut it back. But like, sixty percent of the player base probably is going to be very disappointed that their character is not going to be touched for two years. And, and this just gave them a chance to to like give hope, and then have that hope knocked out when it's not Skarner, because like it, it's not going to be Skarner. <laughs> The other, like, I, the, I feel like it's not going to be Skarner and it's not yeah. going to be Kogma. It's Nocturne, Shivana, or Trendemir. Yeah, for sure. It would probably be Shivana. She's also, like, the, like, humanoid female character, which I think, like, tends to have more votes. She also has a bigger player base, I think, than any other character on this list. Um, mm-hmm. But either she way. She also got the sick feature in the uh, Ruination event. Yeah. It definitely helps with all those things. Um, the other thing I mentioned on our document that we didn't talk about is that why the fuck is Shaco, Zillion, Malphite, Gragas, and Cho'Gath not on here? Those are the only characters left in the game who have their original models from when they were released. So I think of those characters, truly the only ones that probably need a gameplay update are Shaco and Zillion to some extent. Um, Both playable. One of them has a pretty like rabid, I don't know, player base. Like Shaco is a pretty popular character um, for how old this kid is. Uh, But Malphite, Gragas, Cho'Gath, we always see them, you know, get played. Their kit is maybe a little outdated, but still works for for modern league. Um, so I, I, I would say for sure, but yeah, like I, I, I would say, I think, they, I think Cho'Gath needs it. I still, I really, he was on the other, he was on the old uh, VGU update, like the poll last time, and they removed him from this one. That, that's true, but he still, like, he still sees some play, like, kind of. I, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say reliably, but. Um, I feel like it's of 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 the characters like listed on the VGU poll. I do think Cho'Gath is more fine than those, for the most part. Um, but then again, I, I, I'm only I'm only looking at like my my lens of you know uh, I think they're fine you know gameplay wise and not through the lens of like what could be you know for for, yeah. for like coolness factor i guess i guess my just biggest issue is that these characters like chogath was released 11 years ago and has the mm-hmm. same model like no no, no absolutely the model you consider that he needs a look he needs to be looked at like <laughs> yeah i i definitely think like it is it should it should be easy to take a list of characters and say okay we're visually updating five characters this year like mm-hmm. i don't know six characters once every two yeah. months we will be updating a character yeah i, I think that's the, the amount of resources it makes you wonder it's like how much of a priority is this if if they can only get to one of these this year like they they yeah. certainly could do two or three easily yeah even if it's if just they, visual if they dedicated resources to it yeah yeah either way it's cool i'm glad um, they're i'm glad they're going to continue doing these because they at least feel fun to like participate in and have discussions about i think i might put together if i have time i'll put together a super cut of our leakast fixes champions for these five characters and put up as a youtube video um i think that'd be kind of fun where it's just like us talking about shivana nocturne skarner trindamir and kogma uh and see what we said because i don't remember what the fuck we said for these characters but i'm sure it'd be fun to hear it so yeah that'd be fun the only one i remember is like i had a lot of thoughts about shivana yeah but um on on the back end of the updating champions discussion that we've got udir nice little update dev blog for him they're removing the horns pog they stole his fucking antlers what the hell they're removing the horns the antlers and that's i think that's pretty much all they said is it's going Um, well the yeah. other interesting thing they said, like, there's a lot here, don't get me wrong, but the main thing they figured out is that, holy fuck, it takes forever to rework all of his skins for, like, him having a different model for yeah. all of his skins and all his different forms. So what they've decided is that his skins are going to have the same base model so for his form. So, like, in 
definitely not Udyr. He has the same base model, um, but his arms change in each of the forms rather than his entire model changing in each of the forms. I think that's um, fine. Which as long as you I, can I think clearly it's a tell. Yeah, and then I'm assuming probably for his ultimate, they'll make it so the model actually changes probably is the way they'll do yeah, an ultimate skin for him. that'll be good. Um, but I think it's cool. Um, they've definitely talked a lot about like tr- how to, trying to get everything right. Like their biggest issue is like for um, Phoenix form, they want him to look like a bird, magical and related to ice, which is mm. hard as fuck to get all those things together. Like at first, like it, it didn't look like bird enough. And then, uh, sorry, it didn't look like ice enough. And then in, when they tried to make it more ice, uh, uh, so the order was, yeah, the first iteration was it didn't look like it was single target. It looked like an AOE ability. And then the second iteration, it didn't look like ice enough. And then the third iteration, it didn't look um, magical enough or like bird enough. And it's like, God, that's a huh. fucking nightmare to... So they're they're doing a, a, a cryo phoenix because if it's ice... Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, it was fire. Interesting. I, all, of that's, all of that's great. I just want the... I just really hope that in his definitely not Udyr skin, it's duck stance. That's yeah. all I really need. <laughs> but if you're interested in like video game design and like how stuff like this works, this is a really in-depth article about a lot of shit, and it's really really cool to see. Because they even go into like stuff like the VFX. Like when you press Q, three things have to happen. Udyr has to enter bear stance, so you need animation for that. Udyr gains bonus attack speed for the next two auto, so you need to animate something around his arms. And then Udyr gets gets Just bonus attack speed for a certain duration, so you need oh, something to true. also say that he's in the form itself. Huh. Like, Dang. it's like you have so many things that you need to go and do for every single uh, part of his kit. So, they're having problems with it, but it seems like they're finally getting his design looking better now. Uh, they get some, gave some like tidbits of like um, Dragon Mancer Udyr uh, and how he looks, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool. But, sweet. He's hefty, man. He's, he's cool. He's a thick man. Uh, and then there's a mythic content overhaul. This so, is weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> gemstone and prestige points are being combined into a single new currency that will never expire. Um, so it, it looks like uh, they're kind of revamping all mythic th- uh, things. Um, they're going to be uh, implementing all of the uh, uh, prestige skins uh, will be purchasable. And I think they're going back and adding additional things to for owners of the skin originally yeah so if, if you like so they're bringing back all the prestige skins uh that can now be purchased with mythic essence which is purple like essence um so if you own gemstones they'll be converted into mythic essence if you own prestige points i mean they expire at the end of this year anyways uh, and there'll be a new currency that just turns into mythic essence so mm-hmm. mythic, mythic essence is just like where you're getting prestige skins where you're getting hex tech skins where you're getting all this shit um so that's all just one special essence now um but now you can go back and buy kda evelyn and because that was uh, limited at some time they're going to reward owners of previous owners of kda evelyn or all these other skins uh with a like updated version of it like to signify that you owned it first so (laughs) yeah um Um, yeah and i I mean i think that's sort of it they're releasing mythic thematic skins yeah Um, for 2022 it'll be ashen knights which look pretty cool yeah, the main thing about that is that they they realize that people don't give a shit about Hextech skins, which I think Hextech skins are cool. I, I mm-hmm. want to own every Hextech skin, um, but what they're doing is because those didn't really do very well, every year they're going to have a thematic. Yeah, this as Nick said, this year it'll be Ashen Knights. They showed Ashen Knights Pike, and he looked... It looks sick. Uh, it looks very similar to like a, a Dark Souls uh, enemy, I'm going to say. Um, 
but yeah, I think it was hard to get motivated to spend your your you know hard owned gemstones on a skin for a character that you didn't play a bunch. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, cool though. I I, I think yeah. overall this is going to be a good thing. Uh, they're making the actual like um passes into like traditional battle passes like every other game, including mm-hmm. every other Riot game. Yeah. Um. So it's going to be way less confusing. Yeah, if you take a look at how uh, like a TFT pass works or a um, Legends of Runeterra pass works, it'll be more similar to that where you start at level one and then you go through you know pa- like milestones essentially. So it'll be uh, it'll be pretty cool, um, and I think that was kind of it. Yeah, the only it. other thing that's worth mentioning is that whether this is intentional, I think it probably is. Is like the reality is this overhaul definitely lines up with the fact that now you won't be able to reroll skin shards into prestige like the prestige or mythic the, content. Yeah, the exclusive stuff yeah yeah which although doesn't matter for 99.9 percent of the player base it matters for the whales because if you're a whale if you own every single skin in the game you can have three skin shards and reroll them into a new skin if they release a new prestige skin, you can re-roll them into the new prestige skin. Uh, this means that if you're a whale who has every skin, you can spend $500 a year and continue to have a full collection of everything. Now, after this, you have to physically go through the mythic process to get the new skins, meaning you're probably spending upwards of an extra $1,000 a year to keep your content full if you're like a whale completionist, which a lot of people go, fuck the whales anyways. Um, uh, I think this is like a weird way to take something away from they're just trying to get more money out of like the small bit of consumers which i think is intentional probably which is kind of shitty but it it sucks i guess not that i'm one of those people anyways i I don't have all those skins i have a lot of skins but i do know people who are at the point where they can just get three skin shards and re-roll it into the new thing and it does kind of feel like you're fucking over the people who spend a shitload of money on your game yeah but at the same time i think you can I think the perspective for that is you can rely on these people to, to continue to spend regardless. Yeah. Um, and on the other hand, like, I, I mean, I don't care if those people do it. Uh, but on the other hand, it, it feels really bad to put out all this really cool content, like make it exclusive. So people like fewer people have it. Uh, and then you have a small, you know, subset of the player base who suddenly doesn't have to play it at all. Like, and and can just bypass it with money, I guess. Um, I, I'm not a fan of that. I feel like, uh, like, a KDA Kaisa, the very first one was a, a really cool, the prestige for that was a really cool example of like, this is the, the first prestige skin. We don't know how it's going to work. Like it was a, a process to get to because mm-hmm. no one really knew like how, how different it was going to be, how rare it was going to be. Um, and, and it's kind of like a badge of honor to, to like show that off, you know, uh, and to, to have someone who could just bypass all the all the work I did that I feel like I grind, ground for, grinded for. Um, you know, it doesn't feel super great. But yeah, at the same time, think, it's a, you know, that's a single player aspect. I don't, it yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah, I definitely think that we have like different opinions. That I've always been like the, I, I don't care about exclusivity at all sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather just like people just be able to get shit. But I also understand why people like exclusivity for stuff, so but yeah it's, right, just a, it, it's just a cool little thing to be able to show off especially like challenge related you know something yeah. like that yeah i think that i i like exclusivity that you know you have to work for and can achieve like 
relatively easily for well not not easily but accessibly right because like if if every let's say if every single character had like a skin that you got after hitting 250,000 mastery yeah like it's it's the x character master skin mm-hmm. like i think that would be super sick mm-hmm. and obviously like you can't get 250,000 mastery on every single character without playing all day every day mm-hmm but then you know everyone could then have that skin for their character and feel good about it but i think that's part of what really sucks about like the prestige setup as is is it's like not only do i have to grind through like four passes to get 100 prestige points i have to hope that this year a prestige skin comes out that i actually want and that's why yeah. i think i imagine gemstone skins are like hextech skins are probably a little more unpopular than they want them to be um, it's cause there's what, like, I don't know, 20 characters maybe yeah. that have that, skins. Yeah. yeah. Gemstone skins. Um, so there's a lot of people I'm, I'm sure that are just holding on to it. I mean, I'm, I sit on 20 at all times, you know, just waiting to, to see if there's like a skin that I really like that I, that I want, you know, but, um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, either way. It seems like overall good changes. I would say like on, on the yeah, whole. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and then we have, that brings us to sort of the whole overview for skins and events for 2022. Um, we have a, uh, yeah, the new event passes, which are kind of like typical battle passes, um, where you level them up individually, uh, old prestige skins, like we said, are coming back in a, uh, compendium store. Um, so you'll be able to get all the prestige skins that you want. They will be different, um, from the original ones. They'll be, uh, like new and the owners of the old ones will get the new ones for free as well. Yeah. Um, they say that more time will be put into prestige skins, uh, a little more development, so they don't just feel like golden chromas. Mm-hmm. Uh, mythic skins, like we said, will have a yearly thematic. 2022 will be Ashen Knights. Uh, like I said, it reminds me of... Uh, oh, boy, I wish I could remember that zone in Dark Souls 3. Um, I think it's the Burial Valley, which is really, really sick. Um and an RE visual update will be coming out this year. It'll be on uh, the same level as like a Caitlyn update. Uh, so new animations, new skins, things like that. But for the most part, gameplay going to be staying the same. Uh, and then skins coming out this year. There will be skins for Gangplank, Fiddlesticks, Rek'Sai, Trundle, Rel, Oriana, Heimerdinger, among others. There will be more High Noon, Star Guardian, and B skins. Uh, Battle Bunny is coming back as a new skin line. It's sort of like a robotic, um, futuristic uh battle bunny skin line uh it's, yeah. it's interesting it reminds me a lot of like earth defense force for some reason yeah, um, yeah they they called it something else in the yeah i can't remember like, what it was, it was at this it point it was something guardians I yeah something. I, I don't know um <laughs> sorry good oh i was just gonna say i'm i'm really excited for b oriana because that yeah. was like they, they showed a screen cap of it i'm like very good hell yeah new oriana skin yeah uh, and there will be a poll similar to the VGU for thematic skin line that they want to sort of dive deeper into and revamp like they did with the high noon skin. Uh, it's going to be infernal Gothic or arc light. Uh, I am going to go ahead and throw out a PSA or a, a request. Please don't vote for infernal. I think that's probably the most boring of the three. <laughs> yeah. What did you vote for? Uh, I don't think this is the, I don't think the polls out quite yet. It's on right. the same cli- oh, is it? yeah. client. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I guess I haven't logged in recently enough. Uh, I'll probably be voting for Gothic Art. I mean, 
Uh, probably Arcane. I think Arcane is really cool, and they've done a good job in the past with uh, Arclight. Arclight. Yeah, he, he loves uh, Arcane. Arclight. Yeah, sorry, Arcane is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna vote for Arcane. I'm gonna write it in. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, I voted Monsters- Gothic, but I'm excited. I I voted Gothic. I mean, that's, I, mean I want. It's between the two of those, so I, I don't. Yeah, you know, as long I as- just want the, the Oriana skin yeah. to get updated. <laughs> I, I want her to be my sick Robo Goth <laughs> Yeah, I just I just feel like as long as it's not um uh, I don't know Infernal. I think that's a pretty like boring skin idea i guess um like ooh, some people use fire nice uh and then monster tamers will be coming out um this year from last year's poll and in champions in 2022 uh they wanted to ship six champions last year only were able to get to four uh so they're going to scale back this year to make sure that champions are shipped when they're ready um so they're they're not gonna you know put out a number they're not gonna um you know i i, I guess claim a number when they're when they're no they're not going to reach it uh there's going to be a new enchanter this year a dark like neck uh it seems like a like a um uh necromancy-esque uh enchanter which is going to be really cool a little um, bit of shimmer somehow related it looks like probably yeah something like that uh and then yeah. his quote was i think you're going to go berserk over this new enchanter yeah so we might be seeing like a uh like Olaf-esque. I'm, I'm thinking of like an Olaf-esque ultimate that you use mm-hmm. on a teammate. Um, maybe maybe not the... Shoot him up with Shimmer. Yeah, maybe not the CC immunity, but maybe they get like big buffs, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, and then we'll get a new Jungle Void champ this year. Uh, teased as the Empress. In a, in a very strange teaser on that, <laughs> yeah, on that video. I don't want to say it's cringe because like, you know, whatever. They they came up with that. Yeah, it's but like, goofy, whatever. It's, it's yeah. weird. It's weird. The... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the the person uh in in charge of talking about all this stuff kind of gets like possessed for a little bit <laughs> yeah gets and i don't i don't think that that as like i don't, I don't think the writing was the issue with that no it was that guy's delivery because <laughs> <Yes>. like <laughs> okay but let's be fair he is a league of legends video game developer and not a like yeah. voice actor yeah so. yeah which is why i like am I, I would rather that they hire like actual presenters to talk about these changes mm-hmm. than have like cool like this is the head of the whatever team and then it's like oh cool now you're trying to do like a cool tie-in with him like being present possessed by this character and he's like oh whoa what just what just <laughs> happened guys yeah. and you're like what was that again? i mean let's also not pretend like it wasn't for a you know for a, a teaser that's Received yeah. less than six hundred thousand views on YouTube. So, uh-huh. but I, anyway. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Um, yeah. yeah, pretty excited for all the stuff coming out this year. Um, and I think that takes us to the end of the new news. Uh, I think we got through all of it. Anything that you guys yeah. are most yeah. excited for? Uh, probably just like I mean, probably the visual, like the VGU update for like the characters. I feel like that's the thing that I'm most excited for. I hope they just yeah. continue to do more of those, but. Nice. Yeah, I mean, VGU could be huge if it's Shivana for me, and then th- knowing that I'm getting a B Oriana skin and potentially getting an updated Gothic Oriana skin, mm-hmm. uh, those are those are what I'm most selfishly looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, awesome. So that takes us to our ad read. Yeah. Um, so on the topic of Oriana, you guys all know her famous uh, ability casting mechanism, the ball. Well, you can keep your ball smooth with our sponsor, Manscaped. Damn. Cheers to 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. 
How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? See, they know. They know that I'm an Oriana player, <laughs> and they catered this ad to me. Uh, our sponsors, Manscaped, are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop into 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. If you go to manscaped.com and use code LEADCAST, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. Now, you can kick off the new year. You can have wonderful hygiene. You can smell great. They got ball deodorant. They got shampoo, conditioner, body wash, ball toner. They got it all on top of having the cutting-edge technology that is going to help you reduce nicks, have a nice smooth sack. And if you're like Nick Cooper and you got hairs coming out your nose, you can you can whack those down with their weed whacker too. Hell yeah! And then you can finally breathe again. How is it? How has it been not being able to breathe because your your nose is 100% clogged with hair, Nick? I mean, un- so that's not true. But unironically, <laughs> it does suck to have like a like a nose uh, nose hair tickle, you know, all day, and then you have to wait yeah. to mm-hmm. get home. Or pull it out and then cry for the for the next you know six hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- that's honestly one of the worst things for me is like sometimes when I'm like congested and then like it whatever was like stopped up finally comes out and it like takes a nose hair with it. Oof. I want to die. Yeah. I want to die. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you can uh, avoid some of those problems with uh, our with the with Manscaped. And you can get it for 20% off, as well as having free shipping by using the code LEADCAST at manscaped.com. Again, 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. As, as basically, you're losing money if you don't buy it. So I, unironically, get out there. I didn't realize how expensive shipping was until this holiday season when I had to ship packages yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. It, Amazon Prime has uh, has gotten us all into the, the idea that like shipping yeah. should be free. Yeah. And then when you go to actually ship something individually to another person, it's like twenty dollars base. Like it's, it's yeah, it's um, um, But again, you can get free shipping. New year, no pubes. Twenty twenty two with Manscaped. Nice. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. Let's jump into stories. Colton, you want to continue reading? Yeah, uh, this one is from Wamper. Three thumbs up, one being a tongue. Uh, t- Thumbs aren't tongues. Tongues aren't thumbs. Whatever. Mm, that's why you specified. The three, <laughs> the three hosts, Nick, the King of Diamonds, Cooper, well. Colton, Tryhard, and Sweat, and the player currently known as Owen Wilson, <laughs> all bring a lot of great information and fun to the podcast. Uh, you get weekly updates on all things League of Legends and laughs along the way. Womper, five stars. Thank you. Hell yeah. Um, so like we said, uh, we are going to be doing the Arcane spoiler cast another time. We've got a lot to cover still uh, with uh, with Mail Fight. Um, <laughs> we've already you know spent an hour on the show. Um, so we'll move into the roundtable section and then close it out with some Mail Fight. Yeah. I hope my mic doesn't go during this, but we'll, we'll do our best. <laughs> um, so last question was, what champion doesn't need a full rook, but has one ability that can be changed to make them so much better? What ability would you change it with? Um, Jason on Twitter said, changing Nidalee's cougar form to draft form would instantly make her an S-tier jungler at all ELOs. <laughs> That's my favorite still. Uh, Zav said, oof, there are so many options, but I'll go with Teemo. His kit isn't horrible, but his W is so dumb and could be combined with his passive. Uh, he needs something else. 
From our Facebook, Kyle said, Nico's W, remove the third auto mechanic and allow her to cl- her clone to throw out your Q towards the enemy's uh, spot. After using an ability clone, the clone should disappear. I think that's a cool idea. Um, Justin said, I always wanted to, I always wanted Draven's Qs to do execution damage since, you know, he's an executioner. <laughs> And then Noah said, Trindamir, his E needs to not reset so quickly. He can go to, in too deep into side, uh, in side lanes and just pseudo flash over wall and get out. Make them make the E cooldown much longer and the champ is no longer problematic. I, I do think that's one of the biggest issues with Draven. Or, uh, with uh, Trindamir. With Trindamir, yeah, for sure. From our Discord large dad said, Rengar are to not proclaim to half the map that he's in alt. <laughs> this is my favorite one, which is crazy because I went and looked it up and it's true. Gecko said, Timo's W needs to be changed to move a tiny bit qu- bit quicker or they could buff it slash make it a little vein roll with movement speed like it is in Wild Rift. In Wild Rift, his W makes him barrel roll forward. Yo, that's sick. It's so sick. Huh. Every that's character PG, should have right? their in W league? be a barrel roll. Huh. <laughs> um, cool. And then our last roundtable response is from Prophet Fall, and he said, "I'd change Cinder's passive and p- uh, passive empowered W. I think when you hit max rank on Cinder's W, the true damage is super underwhelming. I think the ability itself is fine, but how her passive empowers it at max rank could be updated. Perhaps instead of giving it bonus true damage, uh, just her W gained a passive that added one or two more max balls on her R or something. Or upon getting at max rank, you could grab multiple balls in a certain range instead of just one. Am I cr- am I smoking weed or did, could you use, you do used to be able to grab multiple? I balls think that was center. the case. I think so. Yeah, I think it would grab within a certain range. Yeah, I don't think it was like based on like leveling up, but I think you could just grab them before and it was super OP. But uh, I, I feel might be like smoking it, something. It was. I don't know. I can't remember. Either way, I think it's like a good change. I think it's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, this week's roundtable question is, what champion VGU are you voting on this year and why? We already talked about it a fair bit, but just to go over it once again, I voted Nocturne because I think he's like has the most potential. And then you guys both voted Shivana for different reasons, I think. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Shana, Shivana for gameplay reasons. She's a character that I have really enjoyed in the past. Uh, and I think among the characters here, here needs the most help to to get back to like playable status. Um, I think everyone else has their niche, whether that be when certain roles are strong or when certain items are strong. Um, I think Shivana needs the most help in the most areas. Yeah, um, she definitely needs a lot of help and a lot more, I think, identity in that, like, obviously most characters have a couple ways you can play or build them, but Shivana can be either like a super tanky bruiser, a full AD menace or a full AP menace. And typically it's the full AP menace. And they're all trash. Where she just throws a fucking fireball at you, but isn't actually a dragon because she only gets to be a dragon for like 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, Like, and that's never even like, part of what I hate about that is that it's like one quick fireball, which is not what I think when I think like a a dragon doing like a flame Mm -hmm. breath. Like the, the, the thing about that is that it's like huge and ongoing and there's like no escape it should be corky all or corky package like that yeah that feels yeah, really good right. like a where huge it's like I, yeah i want like a massive yeah gout of like continual fire or like desecrate the fucking landscape burns down um, the jungle but anyway Oof. yeah yeah like burn down the fucking bushes yeah yeah like, why not spend gold because she has to hoard it exactly, exactly. <laughs> the more gold she has in no, like, was, the stronger she gets <laughs> dies from hobbits that, that was I think that that was something I actually mentioned is like having something of her, one of her abilities scale off of I gold. think you did. And I think that's a bad idea still. 
I, I think it's a terrible <laughs> idea for gameplay. Yeah. But thematically, thematically it'd be very so cool. fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so my vote is Shivana. Uh, where can they send their answers in, Aiden? Uh, they can hit us up on our Facebook or our Twitter at LeeCast. They can send us an email, mail at or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable. It's discord.gg slash LeeCast. Pog. Uh, awesome. That's going to take us into mail fight. Our first email is from Clarkin. This is the first year I hit plat. I have been gold for the past five seasons with less than 200 games most seasons. But once I hit plat, I feel like I didn't belong. I would get stomped in lane by people with, with better mechanics and would feel useless. I main top, but I'm thinking about switching roles. But I keep coming back to top because of my role on my clash team and general comfort in the role. Uh, what should I do when I feel like I can't keep up with my other, other players in my lane and I can't seem to get out of the top lane? from clarkin hmm. um it it almost sounds like you have a mental block where yeah. I, I can i mean i will attest that i don't think there is much difference in overall play um like over you know a, a period of games from you know gold to platinum i think i think that's kind of <laughs> the same like skill level ish uh, obviously plat players are better than gold but i don't think it's such a disparity that it is unwinnable the moment you go from gold one to plat four. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think to, to jump off of that, a lot of people have an impression, especially ones who've like never played through like most of the divisions, right? Cause all of us have played from bronze up to D one. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we haven't played in bronze for a very long time at this point. But we have an idea of the gameplay, and I, I think one of the biggest things is that, like, obviously there are certain things that are just going to be either present or not at different levels, but one of the, the more prevalent ways that people improve is just consistency. It's not that, like, a player in gold can't do what a player in diamond can do. It's that the player in diamond is going to execute that correctly eight out of ten times Mm -hmm. the player in gold Mm -hmm. might do Mm -hmm. it five out of ten times or you know they might do the same thing with the player in diamond gets an extra auto attack in there or is just you know going to hit three out of four skill shots as opposed to two out of four right Mm -hmm. like a lot of it's the consistency or you know maybe they're the exact same mechanically except for one of those players knows what to do when their level one all-in fails and they're now down 400 gold Right, and and the diamond player might know how to then salvage that lane or stop inting, whereas the gold player might keep fighting and fighting and fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I think there's like no reason why any player, like if they're really trying, can't continue to climb. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you can you can make it wherever you want to be, Clarkin. Yeah, yeah for sure. just look at Aiden. He made it to Masters, and mm-hmm. he's he's real dumb, stinky. You know? I play the easiest character in the game, apparently. Um, <laughs> everyone tells me that. Dude, some people get so mad. They're so angry so quick, Colton. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so people funny. Like I won't say anything. I'll just I forward this Gwen in lane, like this fucking Gwen who just he was like master two hundred points mm-hmm. last year. And she's just losing her skull. I haven't said a word. She's like, <laughs> I, bet you're, I bet you think you're so fucking good at the game, you fucking loser. You play the easiest character in the game. You bet you see, I bet you think you're so fucking good. And I'm like, I just haven't, I just didn't say anything all game. And it's just, she's just losing her mind. Put smiley faces in, that's it. Yeah. Smiley face. <laughs> smiley face. Um, yeah. Oh good luck, God. Clarkin. 
Now you gotta hit him with the smiley face and the thumbs up or thumbs down, whatever the the Wingdings translation Nelson yeah. was. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, next email from Jacob. Hey guys, what champion doesn't need a full rework, but has one really toxic ability that could be changed to something else? I'll start. Yumi's W probably shouldn't grant her basically permanent untarget ability. Uh, in my opinion, she should be able to kind of move around her host and be targetable or maybe just take a portion of the damage that the host does. That way, if she locks onto an Aatrox that is just full healing during a fight, she'll have to detach or eventually just die. Let me know what you think. Um, um, I, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think she should be targetable. She should just be incentivized to hop off more frequently to yeah. allow for, for more um, chances to catch her. I could also see potentially, I, I, I don't want to say hard CC because that'd be too easy to knock her off, but I think it could be really interesting if there was like a way to knock her off mm. outside of killing the target. I mean, you have to rework her. We talked about, Nick and I talked about her, I think on the episode I think for so, like, yeah. the Yumi thing. And we said like, we came up with like, if she is going to be knocked off, it could be by hard CC, but she has to be reworked into a full character after though. Like yeah. she still has to be, like, yeah. she has to be like Soraka level character um, that could get knocked off someone. You know what I mean? Um, but then like you're she just playing just, a better Soraka at that point. Yeah, for sure. And it leads to like a plethora of more problems. But like, mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly think that she just needs, she just needs some level of rework, um, but she can't be changed as a simple thing. She's a character that needs a full rework if they're going to change her. I think if you listen um, to our Zed Talks where we talked about Yumi, it should be available to everyone on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Uh, I implore you to listen because I think, if I'm remembering correctly, we changed her to be more of a shield uh, enchanter support versus a healing one to reward, uh, you know, being in the uh, in the fight, in the thick of things with your with your host. Yeah, Um, timing stuff properly rather than just like getting rewarded for healing. Yeah. on cooldown yeah proactive versus reactive um so you yeah. can't just sit on a target press heal and then that's it so cool absolutely thank you jacob thank you for mm-hmm. Whew. all right eric what was a biggie eric we love you <laughs> this email is way too long uh i cut it down uh it's still very very long it's still so fucking long please make like please make sure that if you're sending in a long email that you try to summarize as best as you can uh and then like, do, please don't make it that long because it's it's going to be hard to like to address all of your points without um, like having to stop every so often. But I mean, he has good points, so we'll, we'll read it. Eric says, good evening, gents. First, I want to start off by saying I appreciate you all producing this podcast. I listened to every episode since I found the podcast, as well as all available backlogged episodes years ago when uh, Chris was still a host. This is easily my favorite podcast, and I'm sincere when I say uh, thank you for entertaining me all these years. Even though I have listened for so many years, this is only my second email I've submitted. I felt inclined to write this email because of the mention of law school in the last episode. It turns out that gentleman who emailed you last time is not your only listener in law school. I am as well. Uh, To answer your question about the length, full-time law school is typically three years. The three-year program is basically like a full-time job, and you cannot have an actual job at the same time. However, the school I go to offers a four-year program that allows students to have a job at the same time that they go to school, which is what I'm doing. I'm halfway through my third year, if you were curious. During a semester, I essentially work uh, an eight-hour shift like normal, then attend a three-hour class in the evening. Work is Monday through Friday, and class is Monday through Thursday. Each of the four classes 
for classes typically has one to three hours of homework assigned for them each week, and they all require many hours of studying before the final exam. Needless to say, there is very little free time to be found uh, during the typical school semester. At the completion uh, of the degree called a Juris Doctorate, um, whether it was done in three or four years, the next step is to take the bar exam. This requires studying uh, everything you learned at law school again and then taking the exam, which is notorious for being difficult. By the way, all of this costs tons of money, so if you ever decide to enter this academic hell, be prepared to rack up these student loans. Uh, anyway, if you ever want to know something about law school, uh, you know where to ask. Interestingly, there is a way to tie this into... Uh, there is a way for me to tie this into a League of Legends podcast topic. As I mentioned before, I do not have much, uh, very much free time uh, during these school semesters. Thus, I do not play much League during the school during the school semesters. I have two months off from school in the summer and one month off in the winter. Uh, this means I typically do all of my League ranked climbing in the summer months, as the winter month is preseason. I like to at least climb to platinum, as I have done for the last six years in a row. I understand that two months is a lot of time in the gaming world, but I am also married and play many other games and have other hobbies besides League. Basically, of all the reasons I mentioned above, this has forced me to find methods to climb ranked quickly and efficiently. I recall that this has been a listener question more than once in the past, as I know I am not the only person with limited time to play ranked. I feel I am somewhat qualified to give advice here, at least from the perspective of climbing from unranked to platinum, as I have managed to do it consistently in under 50 games, sometimes even faster with long stretches of maintaining above 80% win rates. Here are my recommendations based on my experience in my ELO. First, I highly recommend having a, and this is my, my uh, uh, paraphrase part, so I hope it does you justice, Eric. Uh, first, I recommend having a, a duo partner. It's very good to have someone in comms with you. It's helpful to have another person who will be on the same page as you. It's important to note that your duo should be of equal or better skill than you are and that you have good it's someone you have good synergy with. Um, his example, his win rate alone is about 60%, but he has an above 80% win rate with a good duo partner. Second, he recommends that one uh, of you always plays the jungle and the other plays a solo lane. Jungle is almost always the most impactful role in the game uh, that you should have, and you should have one of your better players on the role. Climbing fast is just reliant on playing consistently well, and jungle is a position that allows you to do this the best. If you guys can't play jungle, you should play mid and top instead. Mid has similar impact as jungle. If you are the solo lane, it is wise to have a jungler who is impactful, knows what they are doing, and who won't lose the game for you. If you're the jungler, it is wise to have at least one winning lane you don't need to babysit for. Uh, if you gank for your duo, you should coordinate the gank minutes in advance. It's easy to coordinate roams and invades if you have a mid-duo partner. He doesn't recommend playing bot lane. In low elo, bot lane has a uh, lower impact on the rest of the map. It's hard to win bot with a non-duo partner uh, as well. Third, stick to two or three champs in your role that are strong and don't have easy counters. Uh, meta champions are meta for a reason, but don't play champions with high ban rates. He played Rumble mid, had no, which had no hard counter picks, uh, and let his duo uh, and him roam the map together to win fights with the powerful Rumble ultimate. And then he had three questions for us, the hosts. Number one, do you generally agree with these recommendations for the purpose of climbing fast, or do you think that roles, uh, what roles people play are unimportant? Number two, do you think there are any drastic differences in higher elo? Uh, I've never played in diamond elo or above, so I don't know how credible these tips are for these elos. And number three, are there any tips you would add for those attempting to climb the ranked ladder with speed? Of course, I am by no, uh, I am by no way saying that this is what people should do. 
uh, or that people cannot climb using other methods. This is just my strategy for climbing fast for someone with minimal time and many interests. Uh, at the end of the day, people should always play the game however they want to have fun. I know it's a meme to apologize for the length of an email, but I am sincerely sorry for the length of this monster email. Please feel free to admit or shorten it in uh, any way if it's too long for the show. I hope all of you have a happy new year, Eric. Fear not, Eric. It's been done. Happy um, New Year's, no, I, Eric. Yeah, happy new year. I think this is these are fantastic pieces of advice. Uh, I don't think it's super different from high elo. You just have to do what you're doing mm-hmm. to win more consistently. Um, like Colton said, if you're doing it, you know, three out of 10 times, you need to be getting it closer to seven or eight out of 10 times uh, in order to reliably climb uh, the way that you would want to in higher ELO. Uh, everything else, I think, I mean, looks good. Uh, I, yeah. I, I would say one of the things is like jungle and solo lanes are great if you happen to play those. I would not change the lane you play if you are committed to it and good at mm-hmm. it yeah um, this, with the exception of like sure. you can you know learn it in the preseason um yeah yeah you can definitely make a shift yeah so if you're going um, to do it at a time when it doesn't really matter uh as much but uh no i, I think these are these mm-hmm. are really good i i don't know if i would have anything really to add on to it uh it you touch all the points that we commonly touch on uh i I would like to uh, further highlight the fact that you should only be playing a couple champs um if your goal is to climb as quickly and as efficiently as possible uh but otherwise i think eric had some pretty great advice so thank you so much for your email the only other things um i would say i don't think you mentioned it but sticking to a smaller champion pool is something we always preach and is very helpful i just i just mentioned that Oh, okay. I was reading through this. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing, I, one of the tips, which like, I, I get why people say it, but I, I don't necessarily agree with the idea of always duel with somebody who's equal or better than you. Like, you just need somebody you have good synergy with. Because mm-hmm. the reality is, if you're not equal, then you can never, th- that strategy doesn't work. For anyone if it's if they're not always exactly the same skill level and people aren't always the exact same skill level i think generally it's a good idea and obviously if you're playing with somebody better than you it'll help you climb more but i, I think it's the synergy that matters way more than that mm-hmm. um like for example i played a good amount of duo games with trevor and he was masters last season and we had a sub 50 percent win rate whereas i was playing games with somebody who's never broken out of plat and I think we had like a 70% win rate mm-hmm. because we had good synergy and had characters that actually aligned. Like he was, he was a gnar one trick who had, I don't think ever gotten out of plat. And so like as someone who's consistently diamond and has been like up to high D1, like you could say, yeah, sure. I'm a better player, but like we, you can still have a ton of success mm-hmm. in solo queue with somebody who's worse than you. If you play similarly. And as long as they are like, of an adequate skill level for where you're playing at, right? Like if I if I was trying to duel with that person and we were in D1, I think he'd probably be getting stomped in, in, in the one-on-one. But if we are playing against like plat players, then it, it can work really well. Yeah, for sure. Gonna, I think it makes sense. Aiden? I was you're just gonna, gonna say, I was gonna give the Trevor example as well. I just think that like, mm-hmm. he's someone I've played video games with since I was like a little kid, obviously, um, him being my cousin. And it's like, 
pretty obvious that our synergy is probably better than anyone else that duo queues with him. Mm-hmm. And that kind of just allows us to like play more consistently um, than most people yeah. I would say. Yeah. I think, I think my presence tilts him a little. I think he you guys so are both just like, I think you both just get tilted. You also both play the same role, which sucks. Like there's just a lot of issues <laughs> with you guys playing together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, again, thank you for the email, Eric. On to the next one from Luke. Hello, Leecrest crew. Happy holidays. I hope you could enjoy some quality time with your family and loved ones. And I wish you the best for the new year. A few episodes ago, you talked about mobility in games like Apex, Dead Cells, and Halo Infinite with the awesome new grappling hook. I have only played Apex a few times, but I agree that mobility is one of the aspects that make me enjoy the games. Uh, I played Destiny for a while, and despite the Warlock and Titan feeling like the strongest classes, they felt really clunky. I always stuck to the Hunter. Uh, anything. I always stuck to the Hunter. Anything but it felt horrible to play. And in Destiny 2, there were certain types of armor that gave you agility or mobility stats, making you really fast, as well as some special perks like having a much higher double or triple jump. Uh, I guess that's just my kind of playstyle. I also enjoyed Dead Cells a lot, partially because of the mobility, but there's something I've come to enjoy a lot about each run being random, uh, that I don't have to keep up with anyone or with constant game changes. I can either grind it or just casually and still enjoy the game. Uh, For some time, I've wanted to play Hades and I finally got it. I've only played, uh, I have only played League for a long time and I've become really interested in new games. So if you have any other suggestions, of roguelikes, dungeon crawlers, adventure games, or any other game with good story mode, I would really appreciate it. P.S. Excited for the season reset and beginning to climb. This time I'll try to stick to one tricking Lee Sin because I picked him up at the end of last year and he was by far my best champion. Uh, can't say no to free ELO. Have you guys thought about a strategy for this season's climb? <laughs> We're a little bit late on this Take one. Take care, but... guys. <laughs> yeah, this email uh... is from, I think, last week. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, I think all of us have some strategies. I mean, Aiden's finished his climb in like eight games. Mm-hmm. Um, win games, I think, was your strategy, and it worked. Aiden's Just always play consistently been, good shit. Like, <laughs> like best. You've you've also always been the best solo queue player. Like, you, yeah. you know which lobbies to dodge. Like, you know when you, your your mental is good to play when it's not. I like, also very much play a style that works the best for solo queue. Like, I tank I like tank lanes to mm-hmm. win games, which. I don't know. I, I just think everything I do for solo queue is very much the way that you're supposed to play solo queue. So you'd be a very good support player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like like you were saying. I think mobility is huge in video games. If you're looking for another game to pick up, I would highly, highly, highly recommend Rogue Legacy. Um, I haven't played Rogue Legacy two, but if it's anything like the first one, which I'm sure it is, the sequel would be just as good. Um, it is a very movement important like 2d platforming roguelike fighter um it's a blast and i think you would probably really enjoy it um you know depending on your augments you might be able to like fly or do a little teleporting or do like dashes in the air or, or stop your fall like there's a lot of really interesting stuff that once you get the hang of it like you're just flying around the map trying to dodge a million things while fighting stuff uh really really good roguelike game yeah uh, on the basis of roguelike uh i i will shield for gunfire reborn Uh, i think it's one of the most like i I don't know fun 
um like roguelites that are out mm-hmm. there it's it's it feels like doom mixed with um another game that i'll recommend uh risk of rain 2 um game is super sick uh very easy to get into and and have a lot of fun with uh while also providing like such a high skill ceiling um that you know you can drop several thousand hours into the game and still have a lot of uh difficulty successfully doing you know your goal every single time um very very fun also in that game there's no real like game progression every single run is independent and unique aside from like having unlocked abilities and and characters um things like that so i i would absolutely recommend those two games if you're looking for uh for fun just keep playing hades that's the reason why i won every game of the year award (laughs) yeah true true hades is on my uh my game playlist as well yeah uh next email is from madam mox hello lee cast friends uh, Madam Mox back at it again with another email to start the email off right. When I decided to pop the question to my girlfriend, I would like to formally invite. <laughs> when I do decide to pop the question to my girlfriend, I would like to formally invite the three of you to the wedding. Sorry, Colton, my brother is probably going to officiate it, but we do need a flower girl. But in all seriousness, if you all would like to make the trip out to Tennessee, I would love to have you as guests. Also, I may force Aiden to give a speech, but I'm and I'm going to need Nick to flame my girlfriend because I don't have the heart to do it. Uh, now for my roundtable answer, it is thrash. I feel like his box is so underwhelming. I feel like his ultimate would be better uh, if it were his lantern. Make it like an Oriana R uh, where you need to place it in a team fight, but instead of a shockwave pulling enemies in, it's a 99% slow circle like Malzahar ultimate, um, but with no silence. Uh, I have no question this week, so here's a picture of my dog Moxie, a.k.a. <laughs> the Ma- the Mox in Madden Mox. Awesome. Hell yeah. Very cute dog. Um, Max and Mox, not Madden. You say Mox. Madden every single time. Do I? Uh, yeah, it's because he it, said Madden every it sh- time. It, because it should. He literally it should sent be an email in last week, and uh, you, he said like, "Oh, Nick always calls me Madden Mox." Well, he should be. It is Madden Mox. Max and Mox. <laughs> no, it's Max sense. and Mox. It doesn't make I'm sense. guessing his name is Max. No, he's, he's <laughs> makes mad. Perfect sense. That's that's why his name is Madden yeah. Mox. Um, yeah, I mean that's not a terrible idea. I think Thresh is fine though. I, think that's just I mean, his his QWE are so good that he doesn't really need an alt, mm. honestly. But I think it'd be way cooler if it was just bigger. Um, it should scale with souls. Boom. Like fixed. That's yeah, one way you could do it. But like, especially with all of the stuff they've done with like Shadow Wiles now, like you could have like a huge box, and everything inside the box is like filled with mist and, until one of the walls break. And maybe the mist is just like a small debuff. <laughs> like I think that that could be That'd really be cool. cool. Yeah. And then maybe it's like if somebody dies while in the mist, you get like triple souls from them or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. Quick, um. Quick. Yeah. Thanks for the email. Good luck on the proposal. And Aiden would absolutely love yeah. to fr- to to or no. Aiden's gonna give a speech. Nick's gonna flame your girlfriend. He loves flaming women. Uh. Quick breaking news, Nick. Um. Patch is coming out next week. They're giving Samira a slow on her Q. Pog. It, it's a twenty percent slow for two seconds that scales ten percent per one hundred bonus eighty. So meaning like late game, it could be a fifty percent slow for two seconds. On Hell Why? yeah! Why? What, what what are they doing with the game? Looks like I'm learning Samira. Let's fucking, go. Why? That's so crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Uh, thanks again, Max and Mox. Next email from Skep. Hey fellers. With the new ranked season Among Us, uh, he said, Among us. Sus, Jesus, I hate typing Among that. Among Us. 
<laughs> Among Us Wednesdays or whatever it was. I'm curious about what you guys' uh, pocket picks or champions that are just sleeper OP this season and also some new picks that you guys really want to try out this season. I personally want to play some Mundo since I feel like he's an insanely fun champion, incredibly good at stonks, and he also has a surprisingly low pick rate compared to other champions that go top. Uh, I also want to try out Fiora because she's a pretty strong laner with a more unique playstyle and she's also a really good split pusher. Uh, I also am kind of curious to know which champions do you wish had a skin in a particular skin line? I personally think that Withered Rose Vex could be a really cool idea thematically, fitting both the character and the skin line. Hope you guys have a good ranked season. And Colton surpasses all of you and hits Challenger like the true challenge so. is. That would be so cool. This is also written a while ago. <laughs> P.S. Don't say Corky. We all know the champion is super broken, except nobody wants to play him since he's not a super hot anime babe. This is... Well, that's just false. Corky is a super hot anime babe. Only out of his <laughs> helicopter, though. Yeah, when he gets out of the helicopter and he's nine feet tall. Ooh. It's just funny how old this was written because, A, I- I've already crushed them on the rank journey, and, B, um, uh, he... he... <laughs> He messages me sometimes about his like picks that he's thinking about learning. If I had anything recommended uh, recommended for him, and mm-hmm. he's already given up on Mundo, <laughs> <laughs> so he's now a Cho'Gath one nice. trick. So, uh, nice. I, pocket picks? Anyone? I mean, I uh, I would like to. I'd like. To, I guess Samira is on my list. I think she's the most fun character to play in the game, and now I think there's a reason to play her. Um, I, I also think I I want to try to learn Fiora. Um, I think the character is absolutely gigabusted. Yeah. Um and kind of seems like a a very high skill expression character without being the most difficult to play. Um but yeah. As for skins, I mean every character in the game should have a basketball skin, a dunk master skin. Uh yeah. and that's like unironically I, I believe that. Just to piss off people who really want skins for their characters, but it's a fucking meme skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ivern wouldn't oh. even play basketball if he if he <laughs> If this existed in that his was era. such a funny Rexai doesn't understand <laughs> basketball. Um, she would eat the hoop. I don't have a skin idea, but um, my pocket pick, I'm not going to say Shen or Tom Kench because it turns out they're my main characters, but uh, it's Poppy. I think Poppy is still like... Yeah. She probably is one of the hardest counter picks in the game, like left in the game. There's not very many like you crush your lane no matter what type characters and she if they pick like riven uh irelia fiora etc you just puck poppy and you just win the lane without trying so pick it into camille easy yeah, camille. like uh, she's so Even crazy winning the lane without trying is the same as tom kent yeah except that about? like this character only works if i get to counter pick versus tom kent like, yeah. win no matter what mm-hmm. nice um yeah i don't know for me if pocket picks is really uh, like the, that's not what I would describe. The joke it. is every like, every character Colton picks is his pocket pick for that particular game. Yeah, yeah. Is that in my head? Every character in the game is my pocket pick because I play everything at max proficiency, even though I don't even get close. <laughs> um, but I'll I'll have a good game every now and then, and then I'll end the next one. Yeah. Um. I, I, yeah. I don't know if I have any particular like I want this skin line for this character. Um, but more more skins in general always always down for Say it. Say basketball. Uh, more bee skins. Honestly, there should be a bee skin for yeah. every character. No, that's false. Bees are dying. <laughs> that's why we need to raise the awareness. No, it should be representative <laughs> the of the true number of bees in the world. 
Well, so then they got a state they they issue a B skin for every character, and then every two weeks when they patch, they remove one. Of them. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> our last email is from Harry Spanker. Hey guys, Harry Spanker here. I've a uh, few thoughts and questions this week. As per Colton's recommendation, I recently binged Avatar the Last Uh here we go. Avatar the Last Airbender was blown away by the depth of the storytelling, character development, and action packed fight scenes. I have a recommendation of my own uh, that I feel is right in line with this genre-breaking masterpiece, Dora the Explorer. I won't spoil any of the immense details, but seriously, guys, give it a go. You won't be disappointed. Next, I came up with a support champion that I feel should be added to League. This champion is Yumi's sister, Miyu. Uh, she's the counterpart to Yumi, and her kit would be primarily uh, balanced around this ability to make friendly champs y mount you. Like the opposite of Yumi's ability, it's kind of similar to Tom Kenji's ultimate, but you would not have the option to disengage from her. She's in 100% control of when and how long she makes you mount her. <laughs> she also takes control of all your abilities. I think this would be great for saving your AD carry in sticky <laughs> situations and have yet to think of any toxic scenarios that would arise. Uh, lastly, I am wondering if any of you keep up with the new meta animes, Demon Slayer, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, Attack on Titan, etc. Uh, if you are, what do you guys think of them? If not, you should try them. I think they're sick. Have an awesome week. Love you. Long time Harry Spanker. Yeah, I keep up with the most metal one, JoJo. Boom. Done. Hey. Next question. Uh, yeah, well, he said new and new meta animes, Part which like five. Part six. AOT. <laughs> AOT. I would not consider new anymore. Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer well, on the list. Attack on Titan, like the final part. The of final it. season just came out. Yeah, the first episode of it came out on Sunday. Yeah. Of the last I think I think I would have really loved that show if season one's pacing weren't fucking trash. I would recommend it, Nick. I think it's like yeah. it's one of those shows that's like it, not only is it just good for the first three se three seasons, and then it's like holy fuck sort of thing like after. So mm -hmm. it, it's like it's just okay. good, and then becomes like mind blowing. I guess so. Huh. Okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll watch it. Um, yeah. As for any of the other ones, I mean, I don't really, I don't really have a time yeah. to watch a lot of shows. Um, I want to catch up on JoJo. That's about it. Like Savannah and I just finished uh, episode ten of the first twelve that are out, and then we're gonna have to wait eight years for the next twelve. Yeah, I've Ooh, actually come full circle. I think it's fucking trash that they released it like this. <laughs> you could just pace yourself. <laughs> You're like a no. Dog. I you need to, to the be bowl, the special I bowls. I need <laughs> to be paced, or I need to have it all at once. There's no in between. This is the worst. I just of haven't started worlds. watching it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but why it's so I'll cool i'll start watching it like four weeks before the <laughs> second part of it comes out also i think um the avatar <laughs> fight scenes should probably be compared to it's the most direct comparison uh the arthur fight scenes which <laughs> are truly yeah. top notch arthur versus <laughs> really? dw uh 60 <laughs> fps <laughs> oh arthur versus dw fucking breaking benjamin 60 AMB. what's the like the <laughs> I bet someone's done that, right? <laughs> no way. There's no way. 60 FPS. <laughs> no way. There's, they're absolutely okay, not. Let's see. Arthur, AMV. Well, you look that up. <laughs> I'm going to say, hey, Harry Spanker. The first one that came I, up. I agree with the you. The first one that came up. Avatar. Arthur, Arthur Papa Roche. <laughs> Avatar is a great series. I'm sure Dora the Explorer has excellent storytelling as well. I don't know if I'm going to put it on the list. I've still got so many other things to watch. That's fucking funny. Uh, your, your idea for me was pretty good, but I was really hoping it was just going to be a super buff cat that just, like, smashes people with a giant book. I actually That's don't think it's I toxic wanted. enough, honestly. No? No. Okay. 
Uh, I think it should. How do we make it more? I think toxic? while they're mounted, uh, it should call your your mounty um, very mean names that go against the summoner's code. Ooh, I have a, I have a, a, a similar idea. That's not quite as uh, as as charged. What if whenever you like the person is on you, it just default mutes their chat, so they can't <laughs> complain about it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Or what if they do the April Fool's filter and every time they like flame you, it just it, it switches it to a compliment. Like what the hell, Mew? You just inted me into tower. It just says great that was job. The You're the worst support. April Fools I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, awesome. I think that's gonna be it for this show. Uh, if you will send us emails, it is mail at leecastpodcast.com. You can watch us on Twitch at King Lardout, at Blue Basket at Leecast Frost. Tweet at us at LeeCast on Facebook. We are LeeCast. Visit our website, LeeCastPodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash LeeCast. Let me uh, let me see if we are at the 1500. I don't think we are. It's it's going to be close. Um, support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash LeeCast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.